One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Hey, thanks for listening to Palapalooza episode 125. I am your host and homeschool teacher, Mr. Cook. Thank you guys for listening. Seems like things are starting to slowly get back to normal out there. I was just talking with Peter of Riot Scene. He has a potential show late October, so we'll see if that goes through. We're seeing venues stream, which is cool. I watched the Tower Bar stream last week with Punch Card, Roman Watchdogs, and Making Incredible Time. That was really cool. Produced by, of course, Brian Wilder, who kills it. So we're seeing lots of cool streams. Hopefully we can see you guys in person very soon at a show. This week I got to catch up with an old friend, Brian Cower. He is the host of the Tone Jerks podcast. He is the singer of Plane Without a Pilot. He is the bassist and backup singer for Just In Case, who has a stream coming up on Twitch here very soon. Brian Gower, welcome to 2020, my friend. How's your uh, your COVID universe going? It's going well. I mean, I think uh, it definitely has changed uh, over time. I guess like, like most people, I think when the start of like the lockdown in, you know, Mid, mid-March or whatever, I wasn't working. So I wasn't working for about two months. So that was like a big okay. thing for me. I have a normal like, you know, 40 hour a week, you know, full-time job. And we just uh, shut our store down. And I'm like, okay. Uh, went from like, you know, working five days a week to like, oh, you're, I think it was like originally just like, okay, a week. And then it's like, okay, now this is undetermined amount of time. And then it was two months. So it was wow. kind of like an adjustment at first. And then right. we got like pretty much a call to like, oh, yeah, can you come back to work? I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Where do you work? What what store was it? I work in retail. So like a uh, crate right. and barrel. Okay. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not like a, like a cool job, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, totally, man. But I, 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 I do like it, though. And you guys are back opened up now, right? I would assume. Yeah. And so everything's kind of... Uh, so it's pretty much just two months. So it's pretty much 60 days on the nose. And then we opened back up and, you know, with, I think slowly it was like just only shipping orders and stuff like that. And then yeah. kind of now it's back to pretty much normal, except everybody's, you know, more wary of, <laughs> you know, cleaning everything and, you know, <laughs> hand sanitizer, just like you're drowning in hand sanitizer <laughs> and you're wearing a mask, you know. We're going to be super clean after this whole experience, dude. Oh, unreal. There are no germs in the universe, dude. We've killed them all. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we think we talked about it on Tone Jerks. Kyle, like Kyle and I were just uh, going off. I'm like, you know how it's like you share mics at, at shows? Right. Like going forward, I don't think that's... No more. I don't think anybody's going to want to even do that, you know? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I always just like bring my own mic just because, you know, that's what you... Sh- I don't know. I just, I've been doing it for years just cause like you think about how gross they can get. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And you think I'm like probably, probably going forward. It's going to be like mandatory. Bring your own mics. Yeah. And at that point it's like, it's a hundred, it's a hundred bucks. Just get a 58, you know, I can't help but think there's going to be some permanent changes and we've, you know, we've exhausted that topic on this podcast, but, um, 
you know, everyone's streaming. You have a stream coming up with Just In Case, obviously. What's that? October 17th. Um, yeah. You did a stream with Plane Without a Pilot, right? Wasn't that in July? Uh, yeah, we, d- we did one. It was kind of like uh, with like uh, associated with like the census. It was like a friend of a friend's like, oh, can you help with this? And it ended up just not like a lot of technical difficulties led it to not be good pretty much. <laughs> it pretty much like audio visual issues right. ended up being just like okay we still did it you know it's like you always just play a show just to you know because and you're stoked to play and then it, we it kind of got us like so we had friends like oh i couldn't find it i couldn't watch the stream like good you know <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind of got us playing again because we stopped rehearsing right. you know and then yeah. we got that to like okay let's get playing together practicing again and i'm like oh wait this is fun let's just you know play again practice wise at least and then we talked about it i'm like okay we want to move towards like trying to do our own streams and um so we do like that idea and even if you know let's say tomorrow shows open back up and it's like everything's it back to normal 100 percent like it was like in february Mm -hmm. i think still doing a live stream would uh, make sense right because there's a lot of people that can't go to shows, don't want to go to like, hey, I'm going to go to Tower Bar on a Tuesday. They're going to be like, nah. Or you have friends <laughs> yeah. who live in other parts of the country or the world who want to see you. And it's like, oh, cool. You can see it on a live stream. So we're working towards doing that for a plane. And then, um, yeah, we do have the one coming up with uh, Justin Case, which is put on by Tilt 2. So they're handling the stream. They're handling the audio. And it's kind of like playing a show. You just show up, you know? Yeah, I just saw that they opened back up. They opened their bar back up and uh, they're able to serve and have customers again. That's that's a good thing. Oh, really? I didn't. I, I guess I'm like not super checked in on what's going on. I just know that it's probably like not open for shows. They're probably not promoting that much. I know like the Moreau, if it's like with food or something, you can have it for sure. I don't know. It's so I'm talking weird, out my, huh? I'm talking out my ass because I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, move along. Let's go, let's go to the next thing, man. <laughs> the regulations get confusing. I mean, I, I think the common thing is, for the most part, if you're outside performing, it's it's okay, right? That's yeah. the, the, the science behind it is that uh, it doesn't spread quite as much outside, and I get that. Um, but it gets weird mm. with the food, huh? If, if establishments or venues serve food, it's okay. But if you're like the Moreau who doesn't, you're closed, and it's uh, it's it's. Crazy. And then they have like the parking lot open, and then I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't really been paying too much <laughs> attention to all that stuff. It's just like you kind of see things or hear things. I know I uh, listen to a lot of like comedy podcasts, and they're getting back to doing shows, but they're all outside. So for them, okay. it's like, it's weird because, you know, it's like yeah. you're used to being in like a, let's say a, a room with 200 people, low ceilings, so you can hear echoing of like laughter, but you're, they're outside. <laughs> right, right. They're like, I can't hear if I'm like, normally that crushes and it's silent, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a live stream, you know, and you can relate. You you, mm-hmm. you expect applause after the song, right? And you finish yeah, your yeah, song yeah, yeah. and it's like, you're just staring into a camera. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I know uh, you guys did that like live like performance um, stream kind of thing. It was like yeah, 
a de- delayed a week stream, but it's cool because you could be exactly. in the chat, like interacting and stuff like that. It's like a live live premiere of a concert performance. Yeah, which uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was I mean, fun. That, oh man, that thing that thing came out great. Uh, you guys, oh, thank you, dude. Sounded awesome. I know uh, Wilder did his thing too. It's like you guys, yeah, it came out really cool. It's a cool idea. F- fucking all Wilder, bro. Yeah, <laughs> shows up like five hours early. I mean, you know, Brian, uh, you actually came up. We were just talking about the scene a little bit and. Um, yeah, he's just a perfectionist, dude. And he's really good at what he does. He does it mm-hmm. for a living. Obviously he's kind of the AV guy here locally and just so many cables and, uh, and cameras and microphones. It was, it was quite the, uh, time consuming event, you know, just for a 45 minute uh, stream, but definitely cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And then I think we did one where it's like a test, just like streaming to Instagram. A friend let me borrow like this little like uh, RCA input or whatever. Anyway, it's just like this cool little device that you hook up to your phone. I'm like, oh, let's try it on our Instagram. And it was fun. We just played like three songs. And I'm like, oh, it's cool to see the interaction of people watching because it's like doing a live stream. It's like, oh, you know how you play a show? It's like, oh, cool. You know, we got if you're playing in front of like, you know, 50 to hundred people or whatever it is, or even like, you know, 30, 20, you see them all. But when you're playing right. on a live stream, you could be playing to a lot more and then it's documented too, depending on how you do it. So it's a little different right. feeling, but it's still fun. So it's kind of gives you like that right. show jitter. Cause like we just, we just set up one, yeah. like a phone in Brian's garage and we're playing. It was really just a test yeah. to see if we can get audio to the phone. And it works. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And then people are like, wow, that sounds great. That's cool. And you just see people who are who are watching. I'm like, oh, wow, that's that like could yeah. be intimidating because you're like, oh, cool. We're going live to there's 50 people on the IG right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, holy shit, we actually have to play our songs. Good. <laughs> yeah. And depending on how you like I said, how you do it, like on YouTube or Instagram or something like that, it's now documented. So people can go back to like, hey, that one part you messed up. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of cheating the way we did it, but I would recommend that, you know, record it in advance, edit it, you know, but either way is cool. Either way works. Yeah, no, t- uh, t- totally, because um, going live, like a live stream is tough. Kind of nerve-wracking a little bit, huh? And just technically yeah, and tough, yeah. Te- technically tough. I think playing it is not as bad because it's like, you know, it's like you and I have been playing for so long. It's that's like the easiest part of it, <laughs> but it just setting up all the technical stuff. It's like, Oh God, is there going to be bleed? Is it going to be phase issues? Is it did a, but no for playing. I'm just like getting more into like video and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, what can we do to make this happen for us? And there's a lot with cameras and stuff like that. It's like, Oh, if you want to do a multi-cam setup, I'm like, Oh, it's not easy. Everybody just thinks, Oh, could you just hook a computer and camera <laughs> together? And, no, <laughs> there's way more involved than that. It's very involved. Yeah, but no, that's. I think more people should be thinking about doing stuff like that. And even if, like I said, if it stuff opens up like tomorrow, you still have that, and you can right. re- reach more people who aren't just like in your area that can go out that day. They can maybe just right. watch it and be like, "Oh, cool! I'll catch it on YouTube." Yep. There's a YouTuber that I. I mean, I'm a huge fan of. I think I I talk about him all the time on my. Uh, show it's um he's not even like punk rock he's not even anything, anything like that he's a guitar youtuber like a session player Rhett Shull okay and his his chan- I mean he's he's super interesting he's great videography killer tones stuff like that but he he's uh got this idea together where he got like a bunch of his friends they he started a band so they're playing their own like takes on covers they're having like different singers come in and. Mm-hmm 
they're streaming like you know once a month. I'm like, that's a really cool idea, and then it looks yeah. awesome, you know. Nice. So he's doing like a nice. six cam setup and stuff like that, and like uh, kind of turned yeah. his like living room into like a I don't know like a broadcast studio. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like everybody's kind of taking this a little differently. So it's kind of where it's at in 2020. Sulo's starting to. I just had Sulo on the podcast. He's talking about starting up a live stream venue. I know. Peter from uh, Riot Scene is is talking about that. I may do them at the Palapa like once a month. It seems to be the the cool thing. And like you said, even if venues do open up, um, I think a lot of bands even before COVID would go live from their venue. You know, if they were playing at the Moreau, they'd set up their phone and go live. It never mm-hmm. sounded good to me. No, no, no. It no. always kind of. <laughs> It, you know, you can't go live from your phone, dude. I, I really don't recommend that. Like, it's just going to sound like shit. Yeah, but- unless you could get the audio correct. So um, what we did is like, it's called the IK, IK Multimedia iRig. Okay, cool. Or iStream. I, I so it's two RCA inputs. So what we did, was, uh, we took a mix from our, um, we have like a Claret Focusrite um, eight channel mixer that we use for practice. So we, we, we started practicing in Brian's garage and we're all in-ears now nice dude and so we're all like um everything's direct like we're just kind of going ampless that's how hardly human does it too man (laughs) yeah i I mean i i I definitely dig that i'm like i'm using a fractal and kyle's using a sans amp we're just going xlr out into this mixer a couple mics on the drums are like oh this sounds pretty good for us let's send that uh right and left mix out to this you know interface hooked up to the phone and then it looks like a phone you know uh but the audio is you know mixed well it's eight channels mixed digitally and then sent to this and i'm like oh cool so that's one way to do it right or even if you don't have like a claret you can do like your own mixer and stuff like that just make sure you're miking everything there you go and then that's one way to do it but if you just set up your phone and do your phone's camera and microphone it's like ah no you you, <laughs> you can have it look bad but sound good that's like kind of what you want <laughs> Like, um, right. a lot of people say like, it doesn't really matter as much how it looks. It just, if it sounds good, people will pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I never, I'm guilty of doing that at venues, you know, going live and you know, it is what it is, but it always seems to be very distorted, you know? Yeah, yeah just, exactly. Uh, every, every time the kick hits, you're like, <laughs> right, right. But we're, cool. we're all learning. We're all learning uh, live streams together. And it certainly seems like you've come a long way since March in regards yeah, to it, streaming. Even, yeah. Even just thinking about it, you know, it's like what never was a thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, I mean, everyone, you know, streaming is in such high demand. And then Facebook goes and does what they did. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it, that's just a clickbait headline. If you actually read what it is, it's, it's only like... Um, kind of banning streams of other people's music. So uh, think of like okay. um, DJs. If you're doing a DJ set and you're throwing mm-hmm. in like the top 40s or whatever the hit songs are, they're not your songs. You may be doing your own like mix to them, uh, but right. it's other people's songs. So it, it will flag that. But your live music, it's not going to flag. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I thought yeah. I, I thought they weren't streaming any... Music, period. No, I did it, read it, that somewhere, but that must have been misinformation. Yeah, it it was it was like a headline that people were like. <gasps> oh. It's okay, like, yeah, cool. hey. yeah, for bands like ours, no punk rock covers. 
probably if you if you played a cover of it, it wouldn't the algorithm wouldn't pick it up. Right, sneak but it in there. it'd be like probably best not to because just play your originals, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah or yeah. or if you're gonna do it, because I think most people are gonna be trying to stream on Twitch or YouTube. Just you can go on there probably. Oh no, yeah. you can totally okay. do that on there because you're not playing. You're not just playing music because it's like um, I. Right. There's a couple DJs that I like. They're on podcasts. I started. I watched like their Twitch or whatever. They couldn't. Yeah. They can't keep their stream up because they're not playing music. Their own music. They're just kind of mixing in stuff. So it's like you can only watch the Twitch live, and then it's gone. Gotcha. Whereas like gotcha. if they okay. played their own music, they could Twitch and stream live and archive it. But you can't because it's not your music. Got it. Um, I know that there is other things involved with DJing. I've just never really followed that world. Um, just don't be a DJ, people. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> write your own music, for God's no, sake. No, no, it, it's it, it's cool. I, like I said, it's uh, the podcast is the Tasteless Gentleman. Uh, one of the guys is uh, you know they're they're actually San Diego. So DJ Dom King and DJ Shoney, they do like a, a, a Twitch stream, and they're you know because they're not going to clubs because none of them are open. So they started, right. one of the guys started a Twitch channel and he's picking up steam by doing a couple times a week. And I'm like, I tuned in once because I'm like, oh, I like these guys on their podcast. And I'm like, what the hell am I watching? I don't, I don't really know <laughs> what DJ stuff is. So I'm like, I just like, I'm yeah. like such a square. I'm like, all right, <laughs> click, click out of that window. But at least they're doing something. Hey, Brian, where's the guitar at, guys? <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not even that. You could just take music and I'm like, I don't even really know what they're doing. It's they have a GoPro <laughs> o- o- over the... I don't know the control station of the DJ. And I'm like, they're what are they doing with their hand? I'm like, what does that right. do? <laughs> I'm like, how yeah, does this? Yeah, yeah. How do they pick the next track? I'm like, yeah, I don't really care that much. Click. <laughs> <laughs> now you understand what people that watch you wonder. You know, people that don't play guitar or that aren't into pedals. They're like, oh my god, what is he doing up there? Yeah, it's like uh, my pedal board is like a size of a, a boogie board, and I play punk rock <laughs> shows, and they're like, what the hell is all that stuff? I'm like. Well, actually, and <laughs> I explain it. Right. I'm like, this is my phaser, and I can lower the volume here, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but but it's yeah, you know, it's you, di- different world for everybody. You host the Tone Jerks podcast uh, with your bandmate. We'll say what's up. Hi, Kyle. He's yeah. listening. <laughs> uh, has that podcast? I would assume it's gotten you way more into effects, right? And pedals. Uh, yeah, no, totally, and just uh, in a different way as well. Um, coming up on three years i think at the end of the this month congratulations yeah i'm pretty stoked it's pretty weird to like look back on it. i'm like oh it's just something that we do every week yeah and, and good job dude i have to commend you on keeping up with it um we just did two years I've, I've told you this before you you inspired this and you helped me you know i fucking blew you up on facebook messenger when i was first starting this thing asking you all sorts of questions so uh oh no no totally because it's it- it's easy to get inundated with information because people think like, oh, I need a whole studio to spend like $7,000 for a podcast. I'm like, no, no, no. Field recorder. Right. Cheap dynamic mics. You're good to go. The Zoom <laughs> H6 is key. Yep. And I started out with uh, condenser mics. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes, but yeah, dynamic mics and the H6 and you're pretty good. You're golden. Yeah. You have a Sure, right? I think you use a Sure. Uh, yeah, I use... Um, it, it, it really depends. I mean, for the podcast, when we Kyle and I record together, which is mainly what we do, I have like an H6, and then I have a Sennheiser yep. 835s. We basically use our there you go. mics that we use for the band. But yeah. um, when I do like 
remote podcasts or whatever, depending on the thing. Uh, it's like I have a SM7. I basically bought that for the yeah. band to, for recording vocals, and I'm like, I'm not going to keep it in the box. I'm going to use it so I can pretend like I'm right. Joe Rogan, you know? <laughs> right. That is the Rogan mic, right? I think that that's kind of like the industry standard for sure. It, it, it totally is. You don't need that. You don't need a $400 mic. Okay. So I would tell people that <laughs> if, they're, if, they're, if they're trying to start a podcast, don't need that. Just a field recorder, you're good, and just like a regular vocal mic. If you're going to use it for your band, just have that because you can, you know, still use it for band practice and stuff and then go record the podcast with it. I think a lot of this is in editing too, right? With EQ and, and compression. And I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure all that out. <laughs> yeah. Same, same, same here. I'm still learning mixing. Like every, every day we're all works in progress, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. But going back, yeah. Pedals and effects. You're, you're the tone jerk. You are Mr. Tone jerk here in San Diego, man. Yeah. Uh, the, the tone jerks podcast um, kind of started out. Yeah. About three years ago. And the idea was to kind of be like, I think the initial idea was to kind of do what you're doing is to interview bands and people and getting guests on. And I was like, Oh, that's great. That's cool. That's what I want to do. And I couldn't, I can't schedule. I can't get. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> want at first get anybody interested in doing it. And I was like, okay, I just have Kyle on as my first, my first guest. And then I was like, you know what? Just, just come back you for the next kept episode. It that way. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he just never, never, never left. And then it became like, okay, Less interviewee and more just conversation based. Yeah, and so that's why when you when you started, I'm like, dude, you're gonna do what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean with scheduling. You know, I had to reach out. I had to really, I had to pitch it to bands when I first started this. You know, like uh, Lineup Rookie was one of the first bands, and then I had Neurotic yeah. Neurotic Mirage, and I would reach out to them. You know, hey, I'm starting this podcast. Do you want to come on? But yeah, you and Kyle, I kind of envy you guys because I, I'm solo here. And it's mm-hmm. it's got to be nice to be able to bounce off someone a little bit, and you guys have such good chemistry, dude. You know? Yeah. No. That, thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of it's because we've been friends since we were like eight. You know? Right. And you share the stage together. You know? It's it's cool. Yeah. So it's like over two decades of us being friends and stuff like that. So uh, basically, our we- weekly show is just our conversation. You know? Hey, what's up with this? What about that? What you know? We can have like a conversation about just like, oh, uh, you know, food or whatever. We talk about it for like 10 minutes (laughs) and just the fact that we can bounce back and forth and do riffing. Yeah. Riffing. That's a great way of putting it. You you even uh, messaged me that, you know, let's just riff back and forth and Mm -hmm. not always easy. But again, you and Kyle have uh, have built up that, that chemistry, dude. You guys have guests involved every once in a while. Um, Every once in a while, we kind of have like repeats, it seems like. <laughs> uh, our, our buddy Johnny Ray, he's a uh, local guy. He's uh, from playing in the band Modern Love. Um, cool. He comes on. Even even his uh, bandmates come on sometimes. And then we rarely do we have bands, but it's I think we've had two <laughs> in our three years. Well, I know you've had the Montel Jordans, which are mutual friends, of course, local shredders, and they just released uh, Mud Flaps. The Montel Jordan shout out, man. Their new uh, EP is is rad. I know you've checked it out. I'm sure, right? Yeah, I know. It, it sounds fucking killer. Production is insane. <laughs> Production's yeah. so good on that. If you haven't yeah. checked that out, check it out. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm stoked for them. And then yeah, then I, we've had Infinite Signal, and that's pretty much it <laughs> for for bands. And it's kind of like just because like I mean I don't do the whole interview thing that well. I think we've had bands like hit us up. I'm like I don't 
really do that unless I don't know unless I know you. <laughs> right. And they're right. like, "Oh wow, you guys." I'm like, well, listen to the show and f- see if you want to be on it. And then they just never respond back. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nah, you, it seems you, you, like you, could, you and Kyle no, 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 have like, a good uh, thing it, going. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like I, I gave them homework. I'm like, can you tune into an episode and see if you want to do it? And then right. they click, click on it and they're like, yeah, so you ever fart so much that you shit yourself? And then, um, and they're like, okay, one minute into it, that's what you guys are talking about. <laughs> or they're talking about like, yeah, my garage smells like cat piss. I think a cat pissed in here. What's the worst smelling piss? And then it's like, people are like, who listens to this? <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing too that I was going to get to is that a lot of people listen, I think, right? I mean, you don't have to go into specific numbers, but I feel like you guys have a national audience because you are reviewing all of these cool new toys and i think you have companies actually send you stuff right uh yeah sometimes i guess the show is less about like reviewing because we don't really i think uh 60 cycle or guitar nerds are more like a review channel we kind of just are topic based where we talk about music and guitar stuff and then that is somewhat involved in gear and so that comes up that's yeah sometimes companies do send us stuff uh to try out sometimes it's it's to keep but it's not um cool not even to to brag, but it's not even just like a nationwide thing. It's like the worldwide. worldwide. People, we have listeners in, um, yeah, we have listeners in like Israel, like Australia, uh, Isle of Man, even. Wow, very cool. Canada. It's like it's just cool to see the metrics, and then even just people reaching out. Sometimes it's like right. You say something on the podcast, and you just don't. You know that people are listening, but you don't know one even how many. And sometimes it's hard to keep those metrics, or if you you know, don't even need to pay attention to it, but it's just to get the feedback sometimes. Yeah. I think we had one where it's just like Kyle and I were talking and it was just like funny, but it was like a true story. I'll tell it on your podcast. I'm not embarrassed because it's on mine. Right. (laughs) I talk about how I, I had a hemorrhoid and I was like, and my whole like, you know, story with that and just like going back and forth. I know your listeners are probably like, God, that's not interesting at all, but it was enough that three people messaged the Instagram separate that i didn't even know who they were (laughs) talking to me about their experiences with their hemorrhoids (laughs) and how how they deal with them how you know they can be dangerous and it's funny to have these conversations about the you know it's a guitar music based podcast but it's like we talk about other things and that's what gets people involved that is funny oh well i had a hemorrhoid (laughs) it's it's funny because like yeah that's not even like I don't know, part of the topic, I guess. Yeah, totally off topic, but it got like the most interaction for you. And I've gotten hemorrhoids in the past from lifting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from lifting really heavy weights and straining. Oh, unreal. You, yeah. It's and like a blood like, vessel, uh, right? That, that. Yeah. And you're like, you're this is fucking, fucking up my life. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a, yeah, a real fucking burden on my life here. It's so funny. <laughs> We're going to give a, a special prize to anyone that DMs us and mentions hemorrhoids. Let's see how yeah, many yeah, people get, are listening. <laughs> <laughs> give it, give it, give us your stories. We'll share them in the comments. <laughs> I've thought about doing that, like inserting, like maybe a little incentive in the middle of the podcast. Do you ever do that? Like, hey, you know, hit us up, mention this. If you do, we'll we'll send you a shirt or something like that, just to see like how many people actually listen to a full episode. Uh no, I've never done that. And yeah, I haven't either. But I thought we've it. done one one contest once, and it was just like. It was a pain in the ass, but it was cool. It was just like, I'm like, uh, I don't, just setting it up. I'm just like, I'll I'll be the first one to tell you I'm the worst at like business, you know, of like trying to (laughs) like, oh, I'm like, people are saying like, oh, you could sell advertising on your podcast. I'm like, I don't even know how to start with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have we have friends who have like not to like you know um i won't even name them but they're like have like a fraction of the listeners that we do but they have like multiple sponsors and they're like well, yeah you wow. just have to get better at emailing and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> just reach out to people yeah, oh so yeah. better than zero reaching out <laughs> I've thought about it. I've thought about like those top 40 guitars here in Santee. I've thought about reaching out to them and say, you know, mm-hmm. proposing that to them. But I don't know if I want to mix money with this. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fun. I know you you have a Patreon and maybe you could talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd recommend that for me, right? Uh, yeah, it, it, it really depends on what you want to do. I'm What we're finding is working for us is just we offer something every, you know, for people who donate to our patreon so people don't know yeah. it's like a way you can you can support uh they call it creators or whatever on patreon it's like yeah a, a dollar a month or two bucks or th- five or whatever and what yeah. we do is we um offer an, an extra episode and it's like a you know yeah, that's a, like a separate like premium feed or whatever so you can't get it on your normal podcast app you could only get it through patreon and then listen on nice. your podcatcher but through a certain link and so nice, for us, we right. do it every week. So it's kind of cool. It's like once you sign up, you get all the episodes. So we're at like yeah. 158 right now. So you get 158 bonus episodes. Wow. So it's for people who are like, oh, I like the show. And then sometimes right. we do, you know, bonus, bonus episodes, some interviews on there. But it's like, it's cool. So it's a cool way. And it's not like, you know, you're really raking in money. Sometimes it can just be enough to cover the hosting fees, which is great. Right. So so do you record Two episodes a week, then? Yep, yep. What we've been doing is like, because the Patreon episodes are a lot more just conversation-based. There's really no topics. It's basically, I have my phone, and I'm like, all my shower thoughts throughout the week, I just we just talk about it. That's right. I think I talk, like, it, like one of them was like, oh, have you ever started a fire with just uh, two rocks? <laughs> <laughs> and, or uh, another one that somebody like messaged us like this is the dumbest thing but so funny to listen to that like uh, I did this with Kyle but so how do you put your shoes on do you put both right. socks on and then both mm-hmm. shoes or do you put a sock on and then a shoe hmm interesting I do both socks and then shoes <laughs> personally yeah. and, and then so we just talk about that but then you and just our talk whole about thing it, yeah. is yeah, we just start riffing on that. Like, well, you know, it depends on what kind of pants I'm wearing or what kind of shoes. So I don't know when I'm wearing my boots. You know? And so, and people are like, I don't know why I'm, I'm just listening to it. It's it's kind of formatted more like a comedy podcast, the Patreon. Yeah, totally. So it's kind of people, it's yeah. cool that people are like, oh man, you get two different types of shows. Whereas the main show is more formatted to like, what's yeah. new? Let's check in. Right. And then here are our topics. And then let's right. do the outro and stuff like that. Whereas the Patreon is yeah. just really loose like that, you know? Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun. So it's like, it, it feels like we're doing two separate shows, even though it's like two episodes, you know? Right. And totally. so we usually warm up with a Patreon because it's just like, oh, get to talking and just get, like mention whatever's been on your head. And then we go to the show, which is more of like, oh, maybe a little bit more formatted. Patreon is, is like rehearsal for uh, music and musicians lingo, right? Kind of, but it's also just like, it's like, it's like just different. It's almost like uh, it's up, yeah. you're just jamming, I guess. It's like you're jamming on the Patreon and then you're playing your actual songs on the show. Yeah. That's dumb, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then how do you direct those episodes, those Patreon episodes to people that are subscribed? Is there a separate, Yeah, we're getting into like podcast details here, but is there a separate site for that or does it go through Podbean? 
the inside baseball. No, it's it's on Patreon.com. So when people sign up, they get okay. an RSS feed, and, and all the episodes you upload go to that RSS feed. They drop it into their, you know, I listen on Apple, and so I subscribe, oh. or I do Patreon for a, uh, yeah, a handful of podcasts, and that's what they do. It's kind of their format. Like, I listen to, like, the Matt awesome. and Shane Secret Podcast, their comedy podcast, and they have a Patreon for a dollar a month, and you get all their bonus episodes, and they do a bonus every week. So it's kind of following that motto yeah, very cool I, I think you had mentioned earlier about like gear and how like things have changed i think when it the podcast originally started it was like um i was into gear but not really in at all in the i don't know community like i was kind of always an outsider like i didn't really know any builders i didn't know any companies and then once we right. started the podcast like kyle got really involved too he was just like um not even just like the joke of like oh, i'm a bass player i have a bass an amp and a tuner there we go <laughs> he that was kind of his whole thing and then he got really into like uh building pedals uh, repairing guitars doing like soldering like yeah. he's yeah i he's my solder guy whenever i get pickups or something i just bring it over to his house and i have him do it <laughs> i'll wow. like be like i'll be like oh let's just uh, like i'm gonna like play dj and sit here and play games on my phone like i'm gonna play music while you work on my guitars <laughs> yeah you do and all so he's, work Exactly. And I always say that he's doing all the work. Um, so he's kind of uh, got really into it. And not only to That's say right. like, you know, oh, we're, we're our interests are more, moved more towards uh, equipment, but it's also like you're becoming friends with companies and builders and stuff like that. Right. I think a lot of people think yeah. of like, oh, yeah, a company, they're like a big multi-million dollar thing. I'm like, no, sometimes these guys are just building in their garage or even in their bedroom and you can talk to them and they're you know, uh, how their build right. process. Uh, there's a lot of podcasts um, in our uh, no, guitar world, which they do interviews and they do a lot of them with builders. And it's kind of cool to mm -hmm. hear the inside of that. Like um, I think guitar knobs is really good tone mob and stuff like that. If you guys want to hear about specific companies, you know, they nice. do everything yeah. from like a small builder that you only see on Instagram to like uh, JHS or Keeley or something like that. And so it's kind of cool that they're like um uh, there's so much going into that world, you know? Right. And then even doing the podcast and talking to these people, um, let's say going to Nam, that's been something that like I used to do yeah. that just kind of beg and find passes anywhere I could. Cause it's not a public event. And before, right. and I was just kind of going as like a fan of gear and like I had a band. And so right. I'm not really promoting anything. It's just kind of looking around like, Oh, what can I, can I get some free picks or something? <laughs> and then once we started doing the, the podcast, we're going and talking to people and not even just trying to like, you know, not even really getting free stuff. That's probably the worst way to go about Nam. <laughs> it's really just yeah. talking and networking in a way. Sure. And then you're meeting people. Whereas like, you know, I never had that type of interaction before with a brand ever really. Yeah, that's rad. I think you guys came, uh, you, you went prepared this year, right? You had some stickers and some, some things to hand out, which is smart. Actually, we, we, uh, the year before we did. This year, we didn't because I forgot them all. Oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we basically just showed up and just were taking, we had uh, Brian Rash, uh, our drummer for playing, and just in case, he's a photographer, so he came up and he was taking photos, and so we were kind of going to different booths and getting pro photos done so that we can use promote these brands or whatever on instagram and then we're just talking to people because i'm like he's like oh do you have a card i'm like i do at home <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like yeah i guess that makes sense because it's like it's just paper and i'm probably gonna throw it away anyways and i'm like yeah and if i you know a little like, bit yeah. huh 
this day and age, you can just exchange like Instagram handles or, you know, check them out on Facebook. Yeah. Really? Because I'm like, I, when I, when we were going, people were giving us cards. I'm like, I don't really want your card, man. <laughs> just tag me on Instagram. <laughs> but it's also like, you don't want to be an asshole. But it's like, I think a lot of people think like that. It's like, it'd be like, you know, uh, if somebody gives you like, you're walking around with like five business cards. You're like, cool. Thanks for giving yeah. me garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this two inch piece of paper in my pocket, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> you're, you're weighing me down. <laughs> but it's, right. it's also like, yeah. it, it's more for us. It was more about networking, which was really cool. And we did, did a couple interviews and stuff like that with people. And um, that's right. We did a couple podcasts for some brands, which was cool. Like we did like a Gator, Gator hit us up and we did a podcast from their booth, like promoting their that's awesome. new brand of podcasting stuff. So it's kind of cool yeah, just to getting you know cool. get some of that out, but um, yeah, I mean I don't know. I've We're never just... been to Nam, dude. You know, ninety. I've been playing a band since ninety eight. Never been to Nam. I saw so many people up there. You know, Jules, Will, Darren. Uh, yeah, there's so many way, different ways to experience the show too. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I want to go see like celebrities or guitarists and stuff like that. And then to me, I'm like, nah. <laughs> and right. people are like, oh, what performances did you see? None. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's like oh, I'm just going to see like friends, and even I don't know, like we're friends with you know uh, different podcasts and different YouTubers and stuff like that. So even just hanging out with them, like oh, I never see my friend, you know, because he's totally. maybe in Portland or like I have a buddy who's like oh, he's he's in you know Tennessee, and I only see him once a year. And so it's like kind of cool just wow. to meet up and talk and just kind of like um, networking is the worst way. I hate that phrase, but it's like you kind of are. You're kind of chummy with people and yeah you're shooting the shit mm-hmm. it goes a long way that, yeah. that's cool that you've made so many contacts dude it podcasting is a great networking opportunity at the very least you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's just fun to like i mean even our show isn't really about you know having guests on but we do occasionally and then people you know it's cool to get you know talk to somebody face to face like oh let's get you on the show da, 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 da. or like and then for your show especially it's like you know you're talking to so many musicians locally and even in southern california like they come down or even now with doing yeah. over the phone that kind of re- maybe opens up so many more things that you're like i could have been doing this in the first place so that palapalooza isn't just a san diego <laughs> thing right you could hit up bands anywhere if you just get on Google or Hangouts or Zoom or whatever, and then you could be like, oh, I can have a podcast with anyone <laughs> with an internet connection. You right. Know? And it's still kind of the same product in the end. You know, it's just an audio-based podcast. I feel like some of the, you know, I have a little cable connected from the headphone out going into my my H6. You're going to provide me your voice, but a lot of, you know, your recording. So it's going to sound good for this episode, but a lot of... Uh, Guests don't do that. I'm just recording from my phone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. In that regard, it's it's not quite as good as having people in person. But but yeah, I've been able to talk to like Russo down in Mexico, and you know other guys that probably wouldn't come over to my house. Hey man, you know Sunny yeah, yeah, Pod, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to come over to my Palapa, bro? He's probably gonna, you know, probably not. But <laughs> so it's opened up some opportunities. Yeah, and um, so. Uh, when I was off and off, when you know I wasn't working for the two months, um, yeah, I, weekly I was doing a kind of quarantine special every Friday, where I was getting right. um, it was just me and a guest, and that was a lot of fun. One, it kept me busy. 
Um, right. Which was <laughs> good because my whole t- time off from working, I felt like uh, I was busy every day, which is cool. For me, I, that keeps me grounded by like, even if it's just like, I'm cleaning my toilet. I'm, my, my bathroom is spotless. Right. Like I did something that day. <laughs> so for me, Doing I was getting- something, absolutely. Yeah. I was getting interviews with like, you know, really like, I don't know, friends or companies that I knew. I was like, oh, I actually finally got to like, you know, talk to a couple podcasts that we've been friends with for a while. I'm like, I've never had you on the show. So I was able to get it because it's easier to just me and a guest instead of like, oh, Kyle, me, two guests or whatever. You know, it's like it was easier to schedule and it just kind of kept it busy. And it was like, oh, just a a light conversation of just like, oh, what about this? And ended up being a lot of fun because some of them were with um almost like experts in their field like uh, a guy was um right. acoustical engineer and he's a friend <laughs> okay. of mine um out of chicago and he has a podcast the effects loop but on his show he never really gets into like the nerdy stuff say about like um right. audio acoustic diffusion and stuff like that and then he's like talks about like oh he's like designed sound for stadiums he's designed it for like you know um churches and like you know like million dollar studios and stuff like that i'm like it's cool to talk about that and so it's kind of just getting guests and i'm like oh he's he's obviously in chicago and uh, he's like i'm not gonna come to san diego to be on your podcast so i'm like oh let's just do it over hangouts and it just now it's 2020 you know you can get people on your show that are you know across the you know the pond as they say we're trying to get uh do one with our friends in the fret talk podcast and they're out of like uk but it just technology's nice. there you can do it totally yeah and a lot of a lot of people are especially like musicians and bands they have an interface they have a microphone yeah or at least they should <laughs> it's allowed us all to adapt dude like i'm reaching out to the jasons i think you've, you've probably seen them right the rock band they wear the hockey masks they're on the east coast yeah so i'm trying to get them on for like a halloween episode um, oh there you go so, yeah yeah no, I totally agree, man. Uh, and meetings. It's like certain things that you thought you had to do in person. Mm-hmm. You know, no, let's not waste our gas. Let's not waste the time to drive. Let's just hop on Zoom. Like for me and my business, I can just Zoom clients, you know, let's just jump on Zoom. Let's save the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. A lot, of, Like a lot of friends are, you know, working from home, you know? And it's like, because they're able to like, oh, we actually can do this, you know? So it just kind of makes it like now going back to like 2020 is different, right? <laughs> but technology is there for a lot of things. You could think about like, I don't know, remember like in like, I don't know, the 90s and stuff like that, thinking like, oh, video phone call. That's crazy. That's like Jetsons, <laughs> you know? <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, we're doing that now. You could do that from your fucking phone, you know? I know. I've gotten way more into that. I have to say like March during lockdowns, you know, when it was all fresh. Yeah. I I was video chatting everyone, dude, on Facebook and having fun with the filters and turning myself into an alien and shit, you know? (laughs) It just kind of makes you think like it's it's been there and now we're like actually using it. Yeah, totally. Mario and I were talking about uh, hologram streams. And how far that, how far out that is for the mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, three-dimensional hologram streams for bands. What do you think about that? I wouldn't even know how that would work out. But to <laughs> say, I'm like, because I'm still wrapping my head around like a video, just a 1080p, 40 frames per second live stream. How is that going to work? <laughs> There's a lot to go into that. Right. Totally. But no, that'd be, yeah. that'd be cool. I think a lot of people are getting into it. Um, and even just talking about live streams, I think your average like, fan or listener they're like this is cool or they're not as opposed to it as like going to a show because like i said like i you can have friends that just are like oh cool i'm gonna have a 
like a beer on my couch and watch somebody on YouTube live stream. That's kind of cool. Right. Unless it sounds like shit and they're like, no. <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's it's not the same. And we've said that so many times. It's totally, not the totally. same as going to a going to a show and moshing and and seeing your friends and drinking beers and socializing and uh and hearing the bass really thump, unless you have a, a dope system at your house that you can, you know, plug it into. But do you think it's do you think it's ever gonna get back to normal, dude? How it was before? Oh, like it was before, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna they're like it might be a while because I think people are going to be wary. Even if like restrictions ease up, I think people are going to be wary about going out. And I think I've seen right. things about like um, people talking about like, I don't know. I saw an ad for like some comic con in LA that they're doing in December or something. Or maybe it's Whoa. later this month. It was like, it's just an ad. You know, you get Facebook ads and then yeah, I like anime and video games and shit like that so i think that's why it's targeted yeah. to me like hey here's some anime shit for you and then people are like <laughs> commenting be like how could you even do this safely right because they're saying we're right. you know, safely doing this i'm like how <laughs> thinking of going to like a convention and that's why uh what nam yeah. uh this past summer was canceled because they're like it's not going to happen because yeah. of you know covid and who knows i don't and then even the winter one coming up is canceled so yeah. Like they're already just like, no, it's not going to happen. So I, I think I've heard rumblings that people are speculating, you know, maybe by next summer things will kind of be back to normal. Right. Cause most big bands aren't planning anything until, you know, summer of next year. Right. And that's like, that's pushing it. You know, I would think. It makes you wonder, huh? I, the big green day show was postponed to next summer. It makes you wonder if they're going to have 60,000 people at Petco park in July of 21, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows I just don't know i don't know yeah and that's on a big level and then even smaller level who knows maybe people are just gonna be doing more outdoor shows and then how often that i i honestly i honestly don't know it's kind of just like um because i'm not i'm not a career musician so i am not putting too much stake into it it's just i'm hoping you know things go back but i'm not like putting too right. much speculation i'm like this will happen hopefully this because i don't make money off of i mean Really? No, I don't make money off of doing the band. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but I could understand yeah. that. Like I have a lot of friends who they are career musicians and they're like, fuck. <laughs> no, I know. Like, uh, f- like a friend he's over, I think in uh, Massachusetts and like, he was like, oh, things are going well. Oh shit. I have no gigs. <laughs> wow. And then he's like, well, now I'm just kind of strictly trying to move to like, you know, zoom lessons for guitar and stuff like that. I'm like, damn dude, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's been brutal on the music industry and small business. The only thing I can almost guarantee is that everybody's going to bring their own mics. That's my one thing that I can say. <laughs> bring your own mic to shows. I That's think- your warning, folks. Your your next show in 2021 with Playing Without a Pilot, bring your own fucking mic. <laughs> I think so. I think everybody... We're, we're, We've been on that kick. I think a lot of people have. It's just like you always just bring your own mic to shows. I always do. And uh, not to hate on anyone that doesn't, but I think that is a good practice. And I think if, if for nothing else, I think we're learning some maybe good practices on on how to uh, stay clean and, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and sanitize. And I don't think that's a bad practice for the rest of our lives. You know, maybe not get so close. Maybe don't shake hands, you know, certain things... Mm-hmm. We can just throw out the window for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Twitch live stream, dude. Uh, Tell Two Club, October seventeenth. Yes, yeah. So we'll release this before then. It's going to be with uh, our good friends Midnight Midnight Block and uh, just in case, dude. Yeah. Are you a Twitch frequenter? 
Not really. It took, I was like definitely boomering out trying to figure it out. I was like, what's going on here? How do I sign? I have to sign up and where's the, <laughs> I was really trying yeah. to figure it out. And then I, you know, I watched a couple, I think it was Matt Casket in the breaks did one from, I can't remember which bar, but they just, you know, did a single camera setup of the stage and then they had the feed coming from the board. It sounded pretty good. It was cool. Cool to watch like cool. a live stream, stuff like that. And then I think a lot of venues are kind of going towards that route or at least trying to with their yep. capabilities. I did watch one. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it live, but I watched a replay of one uh, from the Casbah. It was like Lady yeah. Dottie and the Diamonds. Um, she's a, like a, a singer, like kind of like a soul, like funk kind of dancey mm-hmm. singer. It's cool, cool stuff. And she has a full band. And then uh, they did like a three cam, I think maybe four cam setup and it sounded awesome and looked cool. So it's like Casbah is really leaning into this whole live stream thing. And I think uh, yeah. Till Two is looks like they're doing that as well with their Twitch channel. So it's cool that right. some you know, and like you were talking about, like you know, wanting to set up live streams and other people wanted to set up live streams, like you know, riot scenes stuff like that. I think venues are doing that as well. So I think that's yeah. kind of cool. So it's and even something of like when shows go back together, you know, you could still Twitch stream a show that people are are at. That could right. be kind of cool. So I, I don't think. I think a lot of people are just leaning into like the future now (laughs) or the future is now and they're kind of like accepting it. So anyways, yeah, yeah, the tilt Two. I think we'll put, we'll have links on the bands page and Instagram and stuff like that. But if you search tilt Two club, I think on Twitch, you'll be able to go to the channel and you can subscribe to it and then you can watch other shows, not just this one, but it's on Saturday, October 17th, 8 PM Pacific time. So if you're not in San Diego, Remember, it's 8 p.m. Pacific time. You can watch it live. It's us and then Midnight Block. Wow. So I'm pretty excited about that. You know, each band kind of gets their sets. And um, I don't know how much we're going to be able to interact with people, but we'll do our best to interact with chats. And st- it's the, Twitch is fun because it's like YouTube. You can do a live chat too. I look forward to it. You'll be featuring your new guitar player as well for Just In Case, Travis Wheeler. Uh, he will not be there. So this is uh, just going to be a three-piece. So Travis... Hey, just kidding. Travis moved to Georgia. So we're kind of like uh, focusing on just doing a recording. And this is another thing that you can do in 2020. You can record an album separately. Yeah. So we're basically sending parts and stuff like that back. And then th- we got offered this and he's like, oh, I won't be there. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Is he in the band or... Yeah. It's kind of like okay. um, it's kind of like the Scott Zekla thing. He just moved to Philly, and it's like, dude, when you're in town, we'll play a show. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it is. So, and then when you when you record, you could just have him send your st- the stems of the guitar tracks. There you go. Cool. I didn't know he moved to uh, Georgia, but I have not talked to him in a while. So, I I didn't know either until he's like, oh, I'm in Georgia. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right after he joined the band, um, I I think it was before then. Okay. Yeah, and then but it's it's kind of it's kind of a thing. It's like we're not playing shows really nobody's playing shows so it's not that big a deal right he did he did play one before everything shut down i think it was like just like a week or two before we played uh i think at dirks it was a riot scene show it was really cool to have a uh, four-piece band okay he played with you guys at dirks yeah we've been playing as a four three-piece for years and it's kind of yeah. cool to have like another like filling uh, you know like another band member to fill i mean you yeah you went uh to, to a four-piece band and it's cool to have another guitar player you know <laughs> Yeah, it kind of spoils you a little bit, huh? I well, I will say that as a bass player, as a guitar player, I would probably never want another guitarist in my band. You wouldn't like it, okay? <laughs> Cause, See, because I, yeah. I'm a I, like for my band, I'm 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 picky. Um, right. Not even a guitar pun there, but um, it's just I, I just I know, I'm a, I'm a bitch. 
I would be like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Are uh, you an I asshole, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more bitchy than an asshole. Um, bitchy, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know about Diva. that. Diva, maybe? Yeah, yeah. There, there you go. I'm like, ah, oh, do you really want to use that guitar? What about that tone? I'm like, ah, I don't know. There you go. You got to play this part, maybe this octave. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to do that to somebody. <laughs> That's a good trait to have. I feel you though, as a guitar player singer for a lot of three piece projects, it has to be the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. You know, it really does. Yeah. And even just, I would say, um, not that there's nothing special about being a bass player and singer. I think guitar wise, you get a little, I think you have more of a voice and this is biased because I'm a guitar player first. Like, I think you have a stronger, stronger voice, not like literal voice, but it's like your own signature sound as a guitar player. And it's like, if somebody doesn't mesh well with that, then it's like, can be too conflicting literally with the frequencies and tone, but even just like, um, I don't know how you write together. And, oh yeah, you know what? I totally uh, remiss that I didn't mention. We had Hardly Human on the show uh, earlier. Yes. I was going to mention that. That was your other band that you, yep. Love those guys. Great, great, uh, solid EP that they just released. Oh, they they they, they fucking crushed. The episode that we had, um, we kind of had um, the guys on to talk about being, you know, two guitar players in a band, like how they bounce back, and they kind of really want to fit the mold of the that the other one leaves behind. Or like to pick up the slack kind of without, you know, for lack of a better phrase. It's like you kind of want to, you don't want to clash too much, but sometimes you do. And so finding that dynamic. And sometimes like two guitar players, I think guitar a lot, you can have an ego or not even just an ego, but it's like, oh, this part has to be this way. But if it doesn't work with the other guy, and that's why I'm like, I don't even want to. And to me, I like a three piece because it's just less people. So for playing, I think we're always going to (laughs) be, we're always going to be a three piece. If we want to like thicken up the sound, um, We've been yeah. doing that pretty well by just like uh, sometimes eff- effects on guitar has really like, you know, expand, you know, or expansion on the sound and scape or whatever. But even adding um, three vocalists. I mean, we're it, three of us are all lead singers. So adding Brian right. to the mix, too. So because he sings and plays drums in just in case. That's like, right. Oh, he can sing yeah. backups and stuff like that in playing. So, yeah. like, OK, we can thicken Rash. up the sound that way. Yeah. And we're, we're just like, eh having a guitar player fit in here, I think we've n- never really thought about the idea seriously. We're like, Oh, it'd be kind of cool. Right. But, and then we're like, nah, fuck it. This is good. The dynamic with th- the, you know, the three of us, Kyle, Brian and I is good. I think you guys get away with it, dude. No, it's just in case they were a four piece back in the day. And I think they've always been missing that. Yeah. I think, I feel like playing without a pilot gets away with it. Uh, another band I'll mention is live and well, you know, I wouldn't want to see them with the second guitarist and I know they did have one for a while and yeah, I don't know. They're just a cool three piece band. I, I have a love for three pieces though. I'm a big green day guy and I know you are too. Blink, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's you kind can, of you in tol- our blood. To- totally get away with it. And it's not even yep. like a bad way of like, you're thinking you're, you know, like, Oh man, you know, is this, am I missing something? Like, no, and especially in a live context. Cause I'm, I mean, you've re- recorded your band and probably layered guitars and guitar parts. If you don't translate those live, nobody's going to miss them. They're not going to be like, where's that one arpeggio guitar part. You're right. I know the band members are the only ones that miss them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're trying to capture the performance and, all, and just like the energy and trying to like be more of a entertainer when you're playing live. You're not trying to be like, um, right. I don't know, maybe like less musicianship live because you're like, oh, well, if we added more layers and even strings, this would be cool. I'm like, no, let's just have fun. 
Yeah. If, if we're having fun, then they're, they're having fun. Infinite Signal is another three-piece that, uh, yeah, I don't think they need a second guitarist. Their, their, their show was the last one I went to at the Moreau, mm-hmm. their uh, EP release, and uh, it was just incredible. They sounded so good. That's, that's one band that I don't think needs a second guitarist, but, but look at the rough. You know, when they added in uh, Max, that was sort of a new... A, a next level for them. I, I feel like that was a great addition. And even with Ready, Set, Survive, adding Scott, I think that added a lot. So I don't know. It goes, you can go back and forth a little bit there. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you can flex either way and do three or four, that's fine. Because like, right. if the songs right. are better or like you're adding, not even better, if you're adding something more or different with a fourth guitarist, that's great. But if you're like, I'm reliant on every band member, that's kind of where when it can suck. Because like, what if somebody leaves? Then you're like, oh, we can't <laughs> right. keep this band going. If it's reliant on <laughs> like, a, yeah, you know, you wouldn't want to yeah. be like, oh, cool, we're done now. <laughs> well, like in our case, I think we'll we could continue as a three piece, but we're we're spoiled with Scott, dude. And he's just the he was the perfect fit. Going back to Hardly Human too, Steve and Adam, they just they have a great chemistry, and I feel like they are the epitome of of two guitarists in a punk rock band that really complement each other yeah definitely like a certain level of like musicianship without showing off you know right and they're both great guitar players and i I like it because they you can tell they're holding back with their riffs because it's not for the song right and i'm like oh yeah that's that's cool they can make that cohesive like i don't know guitar playing work right and like i think with kyle and i um he's a guitar player but he's you know he's i think he's he considers himself more of a singer who plays bass. That's kind of where we go off of like our strong points of where we can play. Like he's filling in just, he's a great rhythm and like he's, he's never really doing like on bass. Cause that's, you know, kind of dumb, uh, <laughs> but he's, he's whole, he's holding, he's holding yeah, it down. Flea. Stupid flea. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch flea's video where he's demoing his signature bass and that yeah. it's a, it's like a, uh, shreds video. It's so bad. <laughs> I'll have to find. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Oh man, um, yeah. he had a signature jazz bass or whatever with like a single humbucker, and then he's playing. It sounds like he's not even listening to himself because it's all just like fret buzz and just like off time. <laughs> send it to me. I'll insert it now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty pretty good. But anyway, so Kyle's more of just like a rhythm player, which is cool because drummers are like, man, he's on it, you know. He's almost like keeping time as well as drums. And sometimes right. he could be like, eh, you're off, eh, yeah, it was off time, eh, do it again <laughs> when we're recording. So yeah. it's kind of cool. He's got that ear, and then we play each- off each other really well. Um, kind of doing like, okay, he's holding the rhythm down while I'm gonna play a lead. My leads are never really, right. uh that crazy anyways because i don't have the ability to (laughs) they're stylish you know i was going to mention that even with hardly human you don't you know nothing super technical and eddie van halen but there's style yeah you know which is almost more important in my opinion give me a pentatonic uh scale figure one i'm just gonna do that one blue the one dad blues lick yeah exactly (laughs) delay and and reverb on there i'm like yep that's it or it's like people who don't play guitar yeah, they're the like band in that wound, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then people are like, Wow, you're a good guitar player, and your other guitar player's like, Oh, you this bitch, <laughs> yeah, Th- throw a phaser or a wah on there, and be like, Whoa, shit, man. <laughs> I 
What's a new cool toy that you've come across or, or pedal or product that you want to shout out? Oh, okay. Uh, this is really cool. So uh, we're friends with uh, the guys at Copper Sound Pedals. So they're based out of uh, Massachusetts. I think we kind of came across them through another podcast and we the guy like he wanted to be on the show and we talked and then we we're like oh this guy's awesome it's uh alex um is the owner of copper sound and he likes he loves podcasts he's like oh, i listen to podcasts all the time we like a lot of the same music we listen to like a lot of the same podcasts and we just you know meshed really well and then we met each other at nam and like got to meet the whole crew and stuff like that and we've been friends and he's been on the show probably like five times <laughs> and Brad. Uh, recently they've been working on this pedal um, for four years and they finally debuted it this week but um, he sent us one and we did a like a live unboxing kind of video not it wasn't live I guess it was a a live reaction kind of thing Uh, sent us the pedal and it was a collaboration with Jack White wow (laughs) he um, with uh, he has like a record label and like hardware company called third man so Jack White okay. actually like designed this pedal. He basically was like the idea guy and gave it to him like, uh, can you build this? And he's like, uh, this has never been done before. Let's see if we can do it. So Copper Sound, uh, as they're you know a bigger kind of boutique company, but they're not like you know it's not like Boss or MXR or Dunlop or something like that. And right. they were busting their ass, and it was a cool story. It's actually going to go. They were on our show and told the whole thing. Um, it'll go live uh, next week. So probably by the time this is out. Um, that episode will be out but he sent us the pedal to be like a surprise like check it out and we like got to try it and it's like a I guess I didn't even say what it was so it's a dual octave pedal so it's a with momentary capabilities capabilities and up octave down octave and it has like a middle switch with an auxiliary uh, mute so it can be a momentary stutter so you can do like you know that like telegraph kind of thing on your guitar with the middle switch yeah and then the other two are up octave or down octave. And then it's wow. also, you can put a pedal in a loop of it and you can use that middle switch as like an, to activate the loop. So you can put like, I don't know, um, phaser, distortion, whatever, um, reverb and stuff like that in the pedal. And then you can activate right. it you know, momentarily. So you can have like wow. a really cool effect. Maybe you're hitting one note and just, blah, 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 and then it stops. <laughs> called the triple graph and it's based off of like their um pedal that they did probably 2016 it's called the telegraph stutter basically you know like a telegraph ego like you know the morse code type thing they put that into yeah. like a stutter, stutter switch to where it's like oh you put that on your desk and you can use it just like a fun little cool toy or whatever and but it was never really meant to be stepped on because it's like kind of flimsy metal and plastic it's he it even says like just use your hand don't ever put it on a on a pedal board but jack white wanted right. it on a pedal board so he's like i want to use this as a pedal he's like shit uh so they spent <laughs> year, like years making like figuring out how to do that and then the circuit itself is a different story where they had to learn like a dsp so it's like really like think of strymon stuff uh there's it's right. basically you know like a comp- you know strymon's like a computer in a box that you stomp on they had to learn that and they basically were like an analog kind of company where it's like making drives and fuzzes and they did like a little bit with a reverb but to have to go full mm-hmm. digital was like a big step for them so um it's full wow. stories gonna be on our podcast but it was just like the fact that they yeah. so much going involved in it because jack white there he was 
to, you know, kind of like, hey, I don't like that. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, this didn't work out. Wow. And he took like the prototypes on the road and just stomped on them like on the Raconteurs tour. He's like, this didn't work out. It's destroyed. Fix it and send it back. <laughs> wow. And so it's a cool story and they got it to work to where it's right. like Jack White is a giant dude and he can't break this thing. So, you know, it's good <laughs> good, good enough for Jack White. It'll be good enough for anybody. So it's... And the fact that it, it, it he didn't like the way it sounded at certain points, so he's like, they had to just beefy, like, uh, DSP, like, processing in there to get it to, like, not sound, you know, I don't know. Wow. Lose artifacts and stuff like that. So it's a really cool story, yeah. really cool pedal. And to me, I'm like, the fact that he sent us that pedal to try out, I'm like, damn. Like, we wouldn't, we were, you know, nobody knew what it was except for, like, us and a handful of other podcasts. And the fact that, like, you know, um yeah we're friends with him and he's like i want you guys to try it out and so that was really cool that's way cool mm-hmm. so it's like something that's rad. yeah if it, uh i'm s- sent it back today so it's not something i have but it was that's a oh, cool, okay. piece of, cool piece of equipment yeah so it's kind of like a, tri- a trial yeah. yeah and that's something different too with like if you see all these youtubers and podcasts or instagram pages sometimes the gear and stuff that they get is just for loan they got to send that back out <laughs> gotcha and sometimes you get to keep it so it's like, if you see all like, man, how do they get all this stuff? And it's like, oh, cause it's like a return label on it. Like, try it out, do a video. Here's, send it back. <laughs> that was right. for our, our, our case. So I'm like, just the fact that we even got to try it was really cool. Totally. Trialed and, and tested by Jack White. And is that going to be on the, the market? That'll be in Guitar Centers or? Uh, it's only available through the Third Man. Uh, so Jack White's website. So the Third Man Records or whatever, Third Man Hardware. Um, got it. They did like they're doing a, a regular standard run, and then they did like a limited edition where it was like signed certificates from Jack White. Uh, you get like a engraved metal badge on the pedal and stuff like that, and those sold out uh, within like I think twelve hours. <laughs> they did like a hundred wow. hundred of them. They're sold out. So, but the standard one is available. It's cool. So not even just like a commercial. It's just a really cool idea, and it was cool to see some friends getting a lot of exposure like that that they were in magazines. I saw them on, you know, Reddit, people were talking about it that like, I'm like, Oh, I knew about that a couple weeks before anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, dude. Yeah. You're kind of on the, the forefront of that. That's, that's really cool. That's not, awesome, not, man. not always, but I mean, just for this, th- th- this one. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Like a couple of friends will just email us like, Hey, I'm working on this. Check it out. It's coming out soon or whatever. But we have like other, other friends, which are, you know, bigger, and eh, bigger deals like our friends in 60 cycle hum they're uh, another san diego podcast yeah. but they're they're really cranking away at the guitar youtube uh community um Hell i think yeah. they got up to like seventy thousand subscribers on their youtube channel like ryan is just busting his ass um wow yeah they're wow they're, Rad. they're doing it they're even t- tonight yeah i'm like it's it's cool to see your friends like just like doing it and cr- killing it they're on uh, guitar.com they're doing like a live stream podcast it's like it's cool they're they're doing it and they're totally different level than us but it's cool that they're friends of ours <laughs> i'll have to start following them more dude i i know that you're started to do some video with the tone jerks i saw that recently are you gonna push youtube a little bit more with that podcast or uh yeah eventually we want to do like um video podcast yeah, but the same thing. It's sure. like I want to make it path of least resistance because I'm still learning video editing. I don't want to do like, you know, something that I'm like, oh, we're gonna do this every week, and we don't do it. You know, like I, I did a video for Native Audio just with their pedals, just figuring out my own um, style, my own voice, 
and then just like yeah. talking in front of a camera is like it's been a huge work in progress and I have been seeing progress, which is good, but it's like, if you've ever, if you've ever had to like talk to a camera and nobody else is there, it's the, oh, one of the scariest things you talk about, like, Oh, I don't know. It's like, to, for me at least, I was like, Oh God, I, sometimes I forget. And I, I look somewhere else Yeah, and I'm like, you got to look at the camera. Yeah. So if you see all those, but I kind of want to like tread the line. I don't want to be like a YouTuber and be like, Hey guys, how's it going? This video, <laughs> You know, it's like BG here with you. <laughs> top 10 things, of, you know, you'll never believe what happened. Stay tuned for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I kind of just want to do like, I don't know, some, something for the podcast and just to not even just like get more viewers, but maybe like it's, it's a great way to, you know, promote your podcast on YouTube because people are, there's way, way, way more people on YouTube than listen to podcasts, you know? So if they right. see the, the the channel, they like what they see or hear or whatever, they probably move to the podcast. Um, yeah, I know. You know, I definitely like found some of my favorite like I don't know, YouTubers, which are guitar related or whatever, just on mm-hmm. a you know YouTube algorithm. And right. I, I watch I watch a lot of like studio stuff, so you see like people's personalities. I'm like, I would have never really watched this if I didn't like see it on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, I, li- I like this. I've you know, this channel yeah. where he does like studio tours, does studio tutorials and stuff like that. And to me, I'm like, it's very niche, but it's a huge, you know, pool of people to see your stuff. So to me, I'm like, okay, not that I'm like trying to like do YouTube, like I want to get famous on YouTube, but I think it'll be like a good thing for the podcast to have some sort of uh, other media, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys have a channel? Yeah, we have, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, we, cool. uh, uh, to me, I was like excited. We hit a hundred subscribers and I was like, yes, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while, man. I know, uh, Mario's super into video and I think he's got like four or 500, you know, mm-hmm. for as much yeah. as he is and do it, it. It takes a while. It totally. And it just like learning it. And so like, I'm even just figuring out cameras and shit like that. And it's like, I've, I've even, I've even said it and it's documented on my podcast. I'm like, I'll never do video. It's fucking, oh, it's not my thing. <laughs> And uh, here I am doing it. <laughs> and I, I've gotten good feedback, which is which is nice. I've had you know friends and listeners of the show, and even just random people on, you know, YouTube or Instagram saying like, "Oh, you're doing something good. I like it." Da-da-da. You just got to keep it up. And so either right. they're lying to me to make me feel better, or I am doing okay. <laughs> oh, totally. I've thought about doing. Uh, you know, this would be good for video when I have bands over under the palapa. You know, it's kind of cool vibes back there. To oh no, that would be awesome. Yeah. You know, I've thought about that. It's just time consuming, right? Exactly. You're gonna add, Egg. you know, yeah. two to three more times of uh, in po- post production. And if you're doing it all on your own, like you are. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't have a Kyle, man. <laughs> if, if you have if you have a lot of uh, video editing experience. So I didn't and I had to learn it and I'm still learning it. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's it's just, it's crazy with podcasts. Now we're more inside baseball. It's like people love watching them. And there's yeah. nothing really else going on. And I'm like, to me, I'm like, I don't get it because I'm always like an audio person. I love listening to the podcast. Right. But I mean... The ones that, I mean, I like the comedy ones are like uh, Tim Dillon. He moved to doing video. And when he doesn't have a video, people are pissed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why? Yeah. He's just, it's just him and his like producer. Uh, and there's one shot and he's talking and people are like, I want to watch it. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. I know, maybe it's like a Joe Rogan thing. People love watching Joe Rogan. Yep. I don't yep. listen to him or really, but I'm like, I know he's, he's the guy, you know? And then. Right. 
like uh, was it Matt and Shane's secret podcast, uh, one that I listen to. It's like they move to doing video as well, and if they don't do video, people get like, "What the fuck? Where's the video?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. And, How do but, I just listen to this? That's I know, weird. but <laughs> to me, I listen to podcasts, you know, a lot throughout my day, like at work and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm just listening to them, and I'm like, I love that. But some people love to watch them, so I'm like, Jesus. So it might be something that um, will open up for us. I know. Um, yeah, a lot of people are you know moving towards that because that's super popular. It's probably Rogan and other people really set the standard for that. Absolutely, Rogan's the guy. H- how do we get a hundred million dollars like Rogan got? Do you know? I don't know. We uh, we just got to keep keep getting the people to listen. Keep going. <laughs> we need to get Elon Musk on, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I haven't really gotten into his show. I know some, a lot, I have a lot of friends who like it, but it's just kind of like, you know it's just a conversation for like five hours. I'm like, how do you talk that long? <laughs> I know I've never, I'm, I'm kind of into Rogan. I'll watch him when he has a good guest and I've never watched or listened to a full episode. No way. Yeah. It's like kind of like, just give me the, give me the hits. Give me the highlights. <laughs> Train my day. Joe Rogan podcast by night. All day. Brian Wilder summed up Joe Rogan perfectly. He said it's the Oprah for guys. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, mean, yeah, it's, you're kind of right. It's definitely like sometimes like the the conversation can be like so like uh, puddle deep to be like, I don't know, man. Uh, Like, what do you think if like uh, red meant go and green meant stopped? You know, I mean, what's the implication of that? I mean, really, are you allowed to think about that? I don't know, bro. I mean, what's the implication of that? (laughs) It's like, like, what are you even talking about? I think with this, you know, so many people are doing podcasts. If there's anything you can do that's out of the box, thinking out of the box, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'll do a, an episode on a boat. I keep yeah, talking to go. Darren about uh, having him on his, uh, he's got a new boat, you know, do some video oh, nice, from yeah. his boat or, you know, little different things I think are fun. The video would be good. I think both of us should be doing that. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll talk to Wilder and we'll talk to Mario and we'll, uh, we'll figure it out, man. Yeah, totally. Brian, dude, so nice catching up, man. I usually try to keep these things uh, around an hour. What, how long are yours? Uh, yeah, we usually do about an hour. So I don't know. I feel like no one's gonna listen beyond that, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we, it, it really depends. Like sometimes people get pissed if they're like an hour and a half. They're like, oh god, I, I, that's a really long episode. I'm like, you don't have to listen all at once, dude. I know. Yeah. It's just funny what people comment and what people like can complain about. Like an hour and a half is a long episode. I'm like, okay, then listen 30 minutes tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or if it's short, they're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can split it up. This is your, I think I've had you on more than anyone. You and Bart Mendoza, you've been on three times. You came on solo and it's always in October, bro. Always, always October. Yeah, we were. You're not messaging. like the biggest Halloween fan either, are you? Uh, from At what all? I recall. No, it's always just like <laughs> uh, I think we we do that gag every time. It's like, what about you know Halloween questions when we're in person? And I'm like, oh god, I don't nah. know, bro. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll keep Halloween out of this one. I think this year has been scary enough for us. Um, oh, there you go. What's one word uh, to describe 2020? Shit just, show. I guess that's my word. It's just an exhale. Just. <sighs> 
or oof. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly hope it passes uh, sooner than later and we get our scene back, man, back to totally. normal. But uh, I really look forward to the live stream on Twitch, man, uh, from Till 2 Club with Midnight Block and Just In Case on uh, October 17th at 8 p.m., dude. That's going to be rad. Look forward to seeing you guys. And you'll be a three-piece. It'll be you. Uh, it'll be the Bryans and Adam, correct? And Adam, yep. <laughs> yeah. Right on. And Midnight Block. Love those guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just tune into that. And uh, I guess, yeah, for playing, uh, yeah, keep an eye on our socials. We're going to announce our own, you know, stream that we're doing. So it's, it won't be at awesome. a venue. Um, so. Okay. So I hope we're, I think we're just going to set a hard date for sometime, like the, maybe the first week or second week of November, just so we just are going to do it. So uh, I don't have an okay. exact date or time for you, but just keep an eye on our Instagram or Facebook or stuff like that. And we're, we'll do Definitely one. Definitely for playing without a pilot. Yeah. The longest active band in San Diego, I want to say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Since 98, 99. No, 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 not that long. I think we started not in that long. 04. So. Oh, okay. I'm way off. Okay. So, oh, four. Yeah. 16 years, but props to you, dude. We, we've talked about that and uh, PWAP's longevity here in San Diego. It's it's awesome. It's inspiring. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, the band's going to keep going just as long as Kyle and I are still friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if, if that friendship, if the friendship ends, then the podcast is done. The band is done. Yeah. yeah. Everything's over. I know. Do you guys ever get into it? Yeah, but it'll just be like a quick like yelling and name calling thing, and be yeah. like, <laughs> like uh, if I, if I'm like stressed, it's funny because like if I'm stressed and I snap at Kyle, his reaction is to like snap back at me, not to like ever defuse the situation. We just call each other like, "Fuck you, you, oh, you fucking dumb piece of shit! Where the fuck did you do that?" And I'm like, we're like, I don't know, what's the fuck your problem, dude? I don't know. And we yell at each other, and then we just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> start like raising our voices yes in the like the, the in the, the seinfeldian way where it's like i don't know dude what the fuck yeah. but you're not even like really <laughs> that mad and then you're just like <sighs> anyway so yeah. and that's it it's ne- never yeah. really been that bad and we've like you know had to deal with money we've had to deal with like you know um responsibilities uh, like in the band in the podcast and it's never really been a deal and it's funny because people are like oh yeah you know um, let's say if like we had to pay for something, let's say uh, shirts or an album or whatever, it's never even really been questionable of like, well, right. I don't know. I'm not going to pay you or I, I deserve this much. It's just always been like, no, uh, understandable. So I think it's totally yeah. different because we have been friends for so long and we have yeah. like, it's yeah, we never really get like that mad at each other because it's like, we've been through so much and that's, what's like people are like, that sucks. <laughs> Y'all are a fucking married couple, dude. Straight kinda, up, yeah, right? Kind of, yeah. It's like, uh, I think I've That's had kind of how it is with a band. I, I've said that a few times. It's like a relationship, dude, you know? Yeah. It is. I think I've ha- I had, a, had a girlfriend who was jealous of mine and Kyle's relationship. Really? She's like, she's like, she's like <laughs> so you dumped like, her. No. no, no. She was like, what the hell? And like, oh, I'm just mad that I've never had a friend like that. <laughs> she's like why how don't come you I... look at me that way brian no just, she's like how come i've never had a friend like that i'm like i don't know because you suck because you suck <laughs> start a podcast start a be, band be cool <laughs> i don't know be cooler i don't know more people want to be friends with you no no <laughs> i think i have a i i would say i i have a really like one like a handful of like good friends and one really good friend in kyle but very few people like me so that's the difference right people like yeah Brian, i don't i don't know that about that guy but i there's something about him i don't like 
and in our <laughs> podcast i'm i of the two of us i'm the least liked person and even like in the guests if there's three people on the show i'm probably the least liked person <laughs> <laughs> at least you can admit it bro no you know? that's fine so, somebody's gotta somebody's gotta bring up the rear and that's me yeah Brian Gower, host of the Tone Jerks podcast, singer, guitarist for Playing Without a Pilot, bass player, singer for Just In Case. I look forward to the stream. Uh, dude, always a pleasure, brother. All the best to you. I uh, I hope this shit show, this this of a year passes yeah, us by. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, <laughs> let's, let's just plan it now. Uh, October 2021, we'll do another Palapalooza. I'll be on. <laughs> let's do it. I know. I'm telling you. We'll I, I, I need homework. Give me some movies to watch, and I'll watch them. We'll talk about horror movies next time. At least a couple. I'll send you a list. I'll do it. Right on, <laughs> and, brother. Oh, all right, man. Uh, yeah, so check out Tone Jerks on whatever podcast uh, app you're listening to this on. You'll find us. We're on there. And then yep. Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff for playing and the Tone Jerks. And just in case, I'm doing a lot of plug-in. Uh, hopefully... Troy puts puts links in the description. You can find it. But yeah, thanks so much for having me, man. Yeah, of course, brother. Yeah, always a pleasure, dude. And I wish you the very best. Uh, tell Kyle what up. Tell Brian number two what up. And uh, I'll see you on the uh, the phone screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see you when we see you. Hopefully, it's going to be in person sooner than later. But yeah, no, this is this is fun. So yeah, yet again, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure, brother. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, man. <laughs>
One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. <laughs>